Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 28th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, great. Victory Monday. Victory Monday it is. Browns, Bears, two W's. Two Just weeks a in a row. Two weeks in a row. You know, the last one got broken up a little bit by Thursday. But uh, just a fantastic way to roll into the week. It's Victory Monday. What about those Bears? Uh, this is what everybody wants to know. Oh, that was unbelievable. I mean, can we full, full disclosure, full disclosure, before we recorded, you got on, you're like, I'm tired. I watched absolutely nothing. There's was, a lot to talk about with the I bears. I was at my parents' house today. I watched a little golf yesterday, but you know, I, I, the bears, the bears was unbelievable. That was, I've never done a 180. I mean, do you know how I felt when they were down 26 to 10 and Mitch threw that interception? He had in the first half, he missed wide open deep balls like four times. He just stinks. And they bring Foles in who I just don't understand how Foles, you know, Foles comes in and just dominates, but I don't understand how he didn't win in camp. How, how is that possible? That he didn't win in camp. He's eight times better go- quarterback. Like he throws the ball on time. I, you know, I've been watching this offense for two years. I haven't seen a receiver hit in stride like in like all of a sudden. You know this phenomenon when I watch other teams play where receivers are open and they catch the ball and run with it after they catch it is just happening for the bears and i'm like oh my god what is i mean and we won despite we had a we had a you know a turnover on defense called back because of roughing the passer we had two uh tds called back because of uh overturns on catches it was unbelievable they won that game today that was that was a great win. We're three and zero. We're undefeated. We're Super Bowl contenders. Are you the worst three and zero team? Probably not ever. Like you say, no. you guys stink. You were saying that last week. You were saying that we. Who are you yeah. beating now? The Giants. You beat who was the week Lions. one? Oh God, the Lions. Which the guy drops it in the end zone. <laughs> Lions are winning that. The whole, this me, is the most unbelievable smoke and mirrors. No, this but, is like Jordan Speed finishing T three at Bethpage with just a, like an incredible putting week. You should see the offense with Foles. <laughs> if we have a competent quarterback, I've always thought our receivers were open a lot. Like we. That's the thing. Mitch missed like three touchdowns in the first half because he can't throw the ball. So has a team ever been three and oh undefeated while making benching this quarterback? That seems hard <laughs> I to was do thinking about that. No, I don't know. It, what, it was a great move by Nagy. 
And uh, yeah, I, so it was so an outright happy. benching, right? No injury or anything. Remember no, when they tried no. to create some fake injury last year when they benched him? Yeah, this hip, was just a straight a up injury, straight up benching, huh? Yeah. So the over nine and a half starts that we did, you went over, right? Oh well, I because I went over the wins. What was the wins? Eight wins, seven and I a half. Forget. Something I like so, that. Yeah, I went over the wins, so I said, "Hey," and Mitch was a starter. Mitch is gonna lead us. But now I'm fine. I'm fine. Throw that over under away. Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP, former Super Bowl MVP, is going to lead us back to the promised land. You really think he's good? You think that's going to work out? He can at least throw the ball. At least he can hit our receivers in stride, and it looks like a competent offense. So, like, granted, he can't move. Like, he's a statue back there, but... Hey. Would you rather have him or Cam Newton for twenty million dollars less or something like that? Well, I'd rather have Cam Newton. I mean, <laughs> for twenty. That's a whole other well, story. I but hey, he's our quarterback. I'm I'm happy. Good. I'm glad you're undefeated. You Fantastic. beat the Washington football team. Yeah, we beat the football team. The football That's, team. Is that underrated? I think they should just keep that name. Of course you like that. Of course you like that name. Who are you? Why a do fan you like of? that? Who are you a fan of? I'm a fan of the football team. <laughs> pretty sweet i get like the uh, yeah i get like the automated alerts it's like browns versus the football team kicking off now like there's push notifications <laughs> see that's what i'm saying it's a good name my wife got a t-shirt says washington football team it's just yeah i, I don't know dwayne haskins is terrible baker mayfield i don't know i'm concerned he might not be very good he really might be ricky he might fowler be mitch uh, he's, I, I don't know that he's that, but yeah, he, he wasn't super impressive. We just have the best running backs in the league or best running game in the league. So I don't know. Least, Play the Cowboys next week. You, could you be got, a fun game. That coach is good. He, you know, he got good running backs. He always was good in, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. I was thinking that like these last two weeks between the Bengals and uh football team, um, <laughs> Like those are games we would have lost or at best split with Freddie K- Crockpot. Like at best, because they got a little tight, a little you know close at times. But you know that that. But we have a competent coach that just keeps it kind of, you know, steady and safe. All right. Maybe, any other maybe, NFL? Maybe thoughts? this we were just one year early in the in the Super Bowl prediction. Bears Browns Super Bowl. I'm not real high on the Browns even at two and one. It's not looked super pretty. They just played the Bengals and. I think this is going to revitalize our defense. Could you imagine playing defense when you know your quarterback can't complete a pass? Like I think you're overreacting. I fear that you're getting your hopes a little bit too much. Jonathan Vilma did our game, and he talked about how like defenses, and this happens. Like Green Bay talks about this. They just don't even respect Mitch to throw the ball. They just, they just. Oh, he's not going to make throws to beat us. Of course, Nick Foles can actually throw the ball on the money. It's unbelievable. This is just not going to end well. I can't believe you're this high on falls and you're this high on the season. I I haven't seen a quarterback throw the ball like that. I don't even know how long. How long did he play? A quarter? Quarter and a half? half. He played like basically to a half. Against the Falcons, who's notorious for kind of crapping themselves. Well, their defense looked really good when Mitch was in the game, and they didn't look good when, when Foles was in the game. So, All right. you tell me. <laughs> All right. Great. 
Good week. I feel bad for Falcons fans, but you got the masters. You got good college football. You got the masters in November, you know, they haven't, they have a competent quarterback. We haven't had one in decades. All right. That's it. Let's move on to golf. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this was an off week for golf, right? I feel like, like, you know, almost every top 50 player in the world took the week off. That sounds of, of watching fair. PGA Tour golf, and I'm sorry. I did turn it on on uh, <laughs> Saturday, and I was I was a wondering like, what did they do? How did they convince NBC to take this tournament? I you know what I was watching on my phone, <laughs> and at the end of it, Rich, Rich Lerner goes, you know, stay tuned for late local news, except on the West Coast. It's like what? They're not going to like Golf Central. And I, that's when I realized this was a network fucking television on NBC. Like, it's kind just of embarrassing. Play, play like the auto auction or the, I don't know, slam ball or something. I can believe it. I could not believe that filled. I, I, I don't know what they didn't have to put there, but I, I couldn't believe that. I, I was watching my phone the whole time. I just didn't even realize it was uh, actually on the network. So kind of amazing. Some of those events like can't get off golf channel in the fall. Like some of those great events, like, I don't know, maybe like a WGC or Zozo or like a lot of these like fall events never leave golf channel. They're always on cable, never make it a network, but you got the Corrales Punta Cana with, Strength of field that's not quite that of Payne's Valley with four players, uh, Payne's Valley Cup, and uh, it's on TV. So I don't know. I don't know if that means anything. I was just shocked that it was there. It, it's good for Hudson Swafford. Good for him. You know, with Hudson Swafford, um, whenever I see Hudson Swafford, I think about Harris English. And whenever oh, I see course. Harris yeah. English, I think about Hudson yep. Swafford. Yep. Every time. And I think in real life, they're very close. I think they're Zurich uh, partners in the New Orleans event or, or they play in the shark shootout together or something They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're both these both big lumbering UGA guys, you know, right? I mean, that's more or less Harris and Hudson, Hudson and Harris. They're my, they're interchangeable. It's all the same. <laughs> Mr. Giggles. Hudson and Harris. Harris. <laughs> Uh, but sounds, no, he had a f- Harrison Hudson sounds like a, like a kid's TV show. Remember <laughs> Pete and Pete? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah. Just, yeah. I can see Hudson and Harris being Pete and Pete, but only aired down South or some like, yeah, it's something like Southern, like clothing store or boutique type thing or a brand of, I don't know. They make some sort of home goods type stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely could be. Could be some sort of outlet. Retail. Maybe they could open one up down at Sea Island. Hudson and Harris. Yeah, Hudson and Harris. <laughs> and then Davis. Uh, Davis might get in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can back it. Uh, no, he shot led by four on the back nine. Double bogey. Then he birdied seventeen. I know you were watching all this. You're thankful for the play by play here. But the the shot at seventeen was actually really cool. He had a kind of a faded six iron, which players don't hit anymore, right? He's like, I've hit that shot 100 times. I love to hit it. It's a flighted six iron to a pretty hard pin uh, with wind coming off the water, and he hit it to like inside 10 feet and made a birdie to win on 17. 
you, it was you, a great shot to watch. You want to hear the important stuff about this win? Yeah. He now is this is his second PGA Tour win. He, he is now Bob Hope. Right? Now eligible for the senior tour. <laughs> Fully exempt. I saw someone just tweeting that at us, right? The battle for the senior tour, Adam Lawn, Mackenzie Hughes. <laughs> the game within the game. I mean, for some of these guys, that's a huge carrot. They need a place to play and checks to earn going into, you know, over 50. The senior tour has to change the age. It's going to have to change the age. Why? Because there's just these guys can't play into their 40s, can't hang. I don't think that's, I think that's going to be a big problem in the next 10 years. Yeah, I think you may be right there. We're getting into the Champions Tour talk. That's what kind of week it was. Well, Anyways. I mean, that's the big. I that's the only thing I could really gather from this win, being meaningful. You know, when I asked you the question of like a guy that wins and is around for two more years, Hudson Swafford is a perfect example of that guy. Yeah, he's just around. <laughs> well, he started the year on a major medical and needed 105 FedEx Cup points. He now obviously has status and security and major berths and all that stuff. Um, he talked about how it's been a rough few years off the course. Or, I'm sorry, not off the course. His wife got married, had a kid, but on the course, it's been a rough few years. But he's still like, I don't know what his career earnings are. He's done seven, pretty well. Seven million. Once you make it to the tour, it's hard not to do well if you stick around for a couple of years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So full FedEx Cup. Congrats to Hudson Swaver. It was uh Dicey on eighteen. He, he he almost he left it way, way, way short his first putt. So that's all nerves. All nerves, I think Kurt Byram said. So he beats Mackenzie Hughes. Uh or I'm sorry, Tyler McCumber had a big run. He's playing on corn ferry status from like a year ago. So he's doing well moving on up. We had Will Zalatoris, top 10s, top made a 10? big charge on Sunday. So he top 10s into Sanderson. He'll be at the Peacock Classic next week. I think if he has one more top 10, he'll earn his uh, card. Special, special temporary. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? I think you're right. I've read it tonight. That sounds about right. I think he'll have enough points. He needs, I think, around 100, maybe. 100 points, thought I saw. Our uh, chief data uh, officer, uh, John Ezekowitz, texted me. He thought he... Needed one more top ten. Okay, so maybe not that much. Ted Purdy missed the cut. <laughs> so did John Merrick. Surprisingly, Andres Romero. Why are you bringing John Merrick into this? Hey, he's just another guy. <laughs> Ted Purdy. He's just a... Willie Pumerall. Who you? I think you mentioned beforehand when you were reading off the names. I think he had the lowest finish ever by a Dominican in this event. Okay. So shout out to Willie Pumerall. That's a That's great, a great name. name. Great name. I mean, uh, great name. We need I to hope get he him makes out it big. <laughs> really? I just I don't want, know if Willie's. Uh, yeah, Willie Pumerall. What a name! <laughs> Rich Lerner was having a lot of fun saying that one, as you can imagine. What did he um, finish? Uh it's a good question. The highest ever of a Dominican. That's all I know. Uh, 65th. <laughs> JJ Henry made, made the cut. 65th. <laughs> uh, 
Man, JJ I was expecting it to be at least like T24 or something like the 60. <laughs> yeah, another cat to the list, Mr. 300 something plus. Do you want to hear uh, JJ's best uh, finishes on the year? No, but go ahead. So they they show three on the on the PGA Tour website best uh-huh. twenty twenty results. T sixtieth at the Puerto Rico Open. <laughs> T sixty one at the Houston Open. Oh my god! Cut at the Travelers. Wait, what Houston Open last year? Yeah. Houston Open. Cut is his top three. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Um, you know what his career high FedEx Cup rank is? I like this wrinkle, this added wrinkle to the uh, to the PGA Tour page. It seems like they might be uh, c- uh, copying our guy Eddie Batchak. They like it. They liked our number one list, so they decided to add it to the to the PGA Tour. Website. I can't imagine that's actually where they got it from. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, 76. Oh, God. That, no, come on. Serious. Well, I guess if the FedEx Cup came after his career, I'm going to the Ryder Cup. Highest finishing. It's a finishing rank. Okay. That's kind of So at the end of the year. Yeah. There's a way better way to do that. We need the Tommy Gainey, Tommy Gaines, Tommy, uh, sorry, Kevin Tway. Gains, Tway type stuff. It's Reach the mountaintop. I know. I agree. I agree. Um, Hudson Swaffer's number two. One other thing from this. <laughs> Was what he a... ever number one? Swaffer? Because he I went on kind of a heater when he won the. Yeah, that's true. He was good in Hawaii and then he won at PGA West. They got to yeah. add that to the. Um... The player oh, profiles. They did. Unreal. When did he win that? 2018? 17. 2017, he won at PGA West. One other thing. Are you about to... Are you he was talking? six. Okay. All right. Career, well, you have... His career... He's, he just hit his career high in the FedEx Cup. Number there two. We go. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Do we know... Is there no Wyndham Rewards anymore? It's, it's just tour, tour Top 10, I think is what it was. Unbranded. Tour Top 10. I'm surprised that deal didn't get renewed. It was such a smashing success and windfall for Wyndham these first couple of years. So I wish I um, had enough money to sponsor it. I don't think they'd accept your money. I'd say, even if you had it it called the dumbest top 10 in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Something, some, I'd come up with some name like that. Worthless top 10. All right. I do want to know more about Robert Garrigus. Do you see what happened? Uh-uh. WD, heat exhaustion. But he was like five over through eight, hit one OB and just walked off the course. I don't know if that's a Danny Lee situation. Heat exhaustion is just sort of like, it seems like a, a blanket cover all statement for uh, F this, I'm out of here or I'm not playing anymore kind of thing. On Sunday, he did that? No, 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 no. Okay. Early in the week. So Friday morning. Friday, okay. yeah. Yeah, I get that then. I Like anybody that would WD on a Sunday, no, like, no matter how no. bad it is, like you're about to get paid. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, but I just, I love the heat exhaustion. It's just such a, such a blanket sort of generic statement to cover up. All right, other results. 
We have John Catlin wins hey, the Irish real Open. Real quick, before John Catlin you want more won Puna, again. Punakana talk. Yes, you're in the know. You're up to speed. Before, yeah. I told you I'm not ready for this podcast at all. That's uh, fine. Did of the top ten, who do you think will end up with the cr- most career earning, highest career earnings of the top ten from this tournament? I'll I'll actually give you the top 11. Okay. I got to look at the leaderboard again. Hudson Swafford, Tyler McCumber, Mackenzie Hughes, Nate Lashley, Adam Long, James Hahn, Anirban Lahiri, Will Zalatoris, Cameron Percy, Luke List, Sebastian Kaplan, Patrick Rogers, Jing Jun Jang, Matt Jones. Was was the septic tank not even low Austrian? Oh wait, Kaplan's de- Denmark. Never mind. Never mind. Um, what happened to the septic tank? Septic tank overflowed. <laughs> we got so dumb. That's so bad. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd take Zalatoris on that group, right? He's the youngest, seems pretty promising, but it's just a crapshoot. I'd have to look up where they are now. Han has won a couple times. He's probably got a nice little bankroll going already, right? James Han, he's done some damage in his career. I but think I'll probably I'm going to go take Patrick Rogers. I think Patrick Rogers might be uh, this era's uh, Charles Howell III. Has he been that good? He's He has never missed the FedEx Cup. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's a good call. Charles Howell, comp. All right. Uh, so John Catlin wins the Irish Open. He's the third American to win it. Can you name the other Americans who've won the Irish Open? They both won major championships. Hmm. Major American Americans who've won majors, and they came in the 70s. Back-to-back years in the 70s. Back-to-back years. Tom Watson? No. 70s. We did a spotlight on Crenshaw? One. Yeah. His only European tour win. I got to know that. I need to know the specifics around why he went and played that. It was the end of August, 1976. And he won it. Carol's Irish Open. How about the just- next... Let's get John Cat- Catlin back over to to America, right? No, let him, let him, let him. You know. He dominated on the Asian. I mean, Barry Henson alerted us to John Catlin like three two years, years ago. Yeah, long time ago, long time ago. So he's won two of his last three top. Hubert Green was the other American won the Irish Open. Hubert. So it's Crenshaw and Hubert back to back. Not years a lot of Huberts summer. around anymore. No, there are not. Not many at all. Um, so there, those he's the third American. He went low, shot 64, passed up Aaron Rye. Is it Aaron Ray or Rye? I think it can go either way. Plays with two gloves, swings at two gloves, Englishman. Jazzy Some guy, Jay. an Aust- Australian with one of the better names I've ever heard in golf, Maverick Antcliffe. Finished, I think, T3. Maverick Antcliffe. I want to keep an eye on him. If his logo um, isn't like a an ant with like a, a gun on a cliff, he's really messed <laughs> up. 
This really might be our most absurd episode ever. Uh, if you've How turned this off is- by now, I don't blame you. How old is Maverick Ant Cliff? I don't know. I, it sounds like a young, young Australian on the up. up. How is Jazz Jan Wananon over there? He's all over the place this year. He's playing the West Florida golf tour. He's playing the PGA tour. He's playing major championships. Now he's in the coffee pot, you know, doing all that. He's all over the world. Well, he's a, I mean, the thing that's amazing is he did this without Danny Chops on the back. I know. Danny Chops. He was chopping chopping around DR. He finished, I think he went 80, 85 or something like that. Chopra. Oh, 75-80, Daniel Chopra. Only two guys finished worse than me. 75-80. Are you familiar with Teeth of the Dog at all? Casa de Campo? Isn't that where it is? Yeah. I think that's where they had it, right? No, that's not where they played this tournament. Is it? I thought that's where it was. No, there's no... No, Punta Cana. Corral is Punta Cana. Yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, (laughs) Jesus. Doke told a story on the pod about... uh, about uh, Pete Dye and because that's yeah. a, his course, yeah, and and uh, and he would always like call him up and talk and talk to him about the superintendent down there and how he had to go down there and help him and like he was killing the grass or something. And Doke Doke finally asked him one year and he was like, "Hey, what? Why do you keep that guy around? Like, you know." You, and he was like, "Oh, he's such a good guy," but he realized that he was only doing it. He kept the guy, the bad super around, just so he could go down there every year <laughs> <laughs> to help him out, take a trip yeah. to the Dominican. Yeah, it was like an excuse to go down to the Dominican <laughs> and teeth the dog. <laughs> so he kept the superintendent around. That was like a, just a horrible, horrible superintendent that would screw everything up. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, all right, we got a lot of Tommy Fazio stuff too. We'll, we don't need to keep going into that. Uh, just <laughs> what people been informing you? Yeah, like Trump might be like the origin story of why he was rebranded as Tom too. Tom this Tommy too. Like Trump wanted to, it was more marketing, uh, or other people who are threes and Roman numerals say it's perfectly accepted. If there is another in the family living you go by by tom tom the second so i guess that's all right um also a lot of stories about shirtless shapers out there okay let's go keep it moving john catlin congrats to him irish open two wins two wins he's gonna probably get into the top 100 wichita classic or whatever it's called jared wolf wins on the kft second win second win he won it he didn't make a birdie what sounded? Yeah, at Crestview. Yeah, is this the one that the plane dropped the plane? <laughs> Doke, another Doke story. Yeah, the, the one of his great write-ups to the Confidential Guide. Unsure if RTJ ever visited this site or if he merely <laughs> dropped the planes, dropped the plans out of his plane when he was flying over. I guess it was really windy and cold and rainy and damp. And, you know, he made an eagle. Wolf made an eagle and then bogeys and no birdies. Shot one over 71 and still won. Um, so it's his second win. He won in the Bahamas back. This, this is kind of an amazing story, to be honest with you. He turned pro in 2010. Has had, like, no status. Got up to KFT once. 
bombed out MC'd one on Latino America last year. So he got back on the KFT tour this year. Now he's won twice. He's a win away from a battlefield promotion of the PGA tour. He's probably almost certainly going to get his card at the end of next year. But like, this is the kind of person that they talked about, like COVID maybe like pushing into uh, other careers, getting out of golf. Now he had the win prior to the pandemic. So he had a little security, but like, these are exactly the kind of people he's been a pro for 10 years. And had like barely played the KFT. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an unbelievable story. And congrats to him. And he's going to be on the PGA Tour. Congrats to Jared Wolf. That's a great story. I love it. He apparently during the pandemic, he took up, he got a, a side gig working, selling tests. Or I don't know if he was doing it for profit or more of a volunteer, but like working, selling rapid response tests. Like seems like a good human being. And one of those stories on the KFT that bubbles up. Every now and then. Jay Rigdon just texted me, you know, a bunch of stuff about uh, a apparent poor Green Bay spot where they got a first down when they shouldn't have during this game. Sounds about right. We know it's the NFL season when Green Bay's getting good calls. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, I got something. I got a little, little factoid. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing tweets. They're angry about this spot. Go ahead. You know, uh, a four-time major winner or three-time major winner is currently ranked behind a, a Corn Ferry Tour player. Spieth? Yeah. It's behind Zalatoris? Yeah. Zalatoris moved up to 70th in the world. Jeez. Spieth was 72 going into the week. You love you love the Speeth Weekly OWGR watch. That's just the same. Might be out of the hundred top one hundred by the end of this year. Uh seems dubious. He'll get he'll find some mojo at, at the Masters. No. How about this? Hudson Swafford wins on the PGA Tour. He's ranked one hundred and sixty fifth. Yeah, it's crazy. This happens. This happens. I saw a stat that eight of 10 fall winners made it to Eastlake this year. So if you win these fall events, it's like gets you in a pretty good spot. Granted, there were a lot less tournaments last year, but or last season, I should say. All right. Um, so congrats to Jared Wolf in Wichita. Those are our three winners. Hudson Swafford, John Catlin, Jared Wolf, no LPGA. Pretty light, light week for golf. Yeah, that's, it was a light week. It was an off week for everybody. In news. Tiger Woods is going to defend his Zozo championship. We didn't get to this last week. Do you care about this? Does it matter? It'll be at Sherwood. It will likely be the only time he plays between the U.S. Open and Masters. It'll be a nice uh, tournament, you know, to watch. It'll be prime time. So, yeah, it'll be exciting, right? I guess. It'll be, I that'll be a nice tournament. Sure. Well, there'll be a good field. I'm sure it'll be a good field. Primetime golf. That'll be nice. Okay. Great. We need one. Um, other news. Tony Finau is getting sued. Everybody is into this. You don't want to talk about this? I, no, I'll talk about it. Just I mean, sucks. I don't. He and his maybe his agent also getting sued. I don't know. Everybody aggregated the hell out of this. Probably a story that probably would not get picked up very much on another on a normal week, you know, with some real like stuff happening and golf being played that wasn't off the radar, but everybody aggregated this and this was out there. 
I don't know. Some guy who backed him financially, you know, paid mortgages and, and payment or is claiming. Know, and everybody knows the story with Tony Fee now. Yes. Know? Like did not grow up with a ton of money. Grew up in the projects of Salt Lake City. Um, father, you know, did pretty much whatever it took to get him and his, his uh, brother chances to play golf and play in tournaments and Obviously, sometimes when that happens, like you, you probably, I don't know, allegedly maybe made some bad deals for your kid in the future. Yeah. So this, the lawsuit says, you know, he, he gave, gave him almost 600 grand in expenses for several years. But then part of the deal was, you know, 20% of future professional earnings, which is where they're getting to the 16 million claim of at least 16 million in the suit. So I don't know. 20% is a lot of, a lot of these guys do this, though. A lot of these guys, if they don't have money, or I don't know if a lot do, but you hear about this quite often, right? You get backers, you get boosters. A lot of them never turn into Tony Finau. A lot of them don't have the talent to turn into Tony Finau. And, you know, what was the Kenny Perry deal that, that he made with the, the university? With Lipscomb, it was a he made it with a guy that was a that like one percent of his earnings had to go back into a scholarship fund for Lipscomb. Lipscomb. That guy, that deal worked out pretty well for Lipscomb. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I mean, this is one of the things with golf that I think's a little bit frustrating. Is it's not like the minor leagues where you know a team signs you to a roster, you know, or signs you to their roster team, you know, gives you a deal, pays you a salary, takes care of your travel expenses, takes care of your food when you're on the road, all that stuff like a minor league baseball team would. It, with with golf, like it, you it requires almost a hundred grand to chase it, you know, and that's you might not have enough at a hundred grand. So it's, it's, you know, to really chase it and give it a try. And, you know, you, you have to almost come from privilege or have access to capital. And that's one of the things that sucks about golf. Okay. So I don't know, not making any comment on the merit of this claim, other than that it's like all over the news and probably Tony Finau would rather it not be. So um, anything else? That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm I'm going to watch this Packers game and hope by the end of it the the Bears are in solo first of uh first place of the That would NFC be unbelievable. Central. 3 and oh. NFC North. I got a tip cuz we were talking about the range at Murder Rock how you're just hitting up the hill. I want to talk about this okay. real quick. Terrible ranges. Someone sent us in the Detroit area course. <laughs> Literally a garbage muni course because it's on a landfill. It's called Riverview Highlands. It's downriver from Detroit, and the driving range goes directly into the wall of a landfill. You imagine being the range picker of that range. <laughs> I looked at it a little bit on Google. It is looks like a pretty steep wall. You're great. You're just kind of hitting it too. Anyways, what's have you ever seen? What's the worst range? Like a bad range does not mean it's a bad course or venue at most, all most times a bad range means it's a good course that's kind of where i was going i think there's yeah there's a couple story uh yeah axioms out there about that the worse the range the better the course in some areas but yeah i'm chicago, more amused by the chicago, whole setup for the most part all the great courses have bad ranges 
I'm just more amused by like the whole hitting into a wall thing. Not even necessarily the space, but just the, the whole setup. Hitting into a landfill. It's kind of fantastic. All right. Anything else? Nothing else. Good luck. Best of luck with the Saints-Packers game. Congrats to your Bears. We'll be back Wednesday. Probably have a little bit more golf talk. It's Sanderson, Sanderson Farms. The Peacock Classic. That's right. I got my shirt ironed and washed and clean. I'm going to be wearing my Sanderson shirt all week and my hat. And It's major championship. We'll be back Wednesday.